I'm Chris Smallem. And I'm Phil Jones. And Jose Mourinho is... A specialist in failure. And this is Thursday Night on Football Mezzanine! This week on Football Mezzanine, we look back at Man Hughes collapse at the hands of 5th place Sevilla, Lionel Messi's demolition of Chelsea, and Jamie Carragher serving up his own juice. Na 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 na, na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. What about Chelsea, bro? Screw you guys. We're not talking about that right now, bastards. We're talking about Man United and their terrible, monstrous, utterly terrible. I said that already. Defeat. <laughs> Top comment on a highlights website. At least Spurs went out with honor. Man United with this pathetic display of nothingness. Dude, nothingness is like an understatement. Dude, I do not know what Mourinho was doing in that game. He, <laughs> what was Man U doing? The players. From the high of the weekend. From the high of the weekend. How? How can a team that's done something against an attacking side like Liverpool go ahead and bottle it in their own stadium. Dude, but it's his second season. They're going to win the Champions League. <laughs> Mourinho always does well in his second season. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, think he, I think he peaked in his first season too early this time. Where did he finish last season? Like fourth, I think? Six? No, I oh, think sixth. No, sixth. Sorry, but yeah. then they won the Europa League, so like, oh, it's all good. True. Wait, didn't they play? Who did they play in the Europa League final? Wasn't it Sevilla? It was Sevilla. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm fairly sure it was they, Sevilla. I think so yeah. too. Okay, no, I might be wrong. Is it? Are you sure? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I'm going to search it up right now just to be sure. But that's jokes. And they parked the bus in that no, no, one no, too. No, they parked the plane. We parked the plane. Not the bus, the plane. No, no, no. We didn't park the bus. Yeah, oh wait. Dude, man, you had to look Oh, sorry. Out Oops, of sorry. It was Ajax. Entire... Guys, it was Ajax, not Sevilla. Oh, it was Ajax. Fake oh, news. It was that young Ajax side, right? I'd like to say we're not a promoter of fake news. We would never do that. We apologize. But. Yeah, but that would have been true news. So. Man, you a shit. Oops. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, this was an <laughs> interesting week for a bunch of the games, and uh, we're going to have lots to talk about on this one. But jumping into that Man U one, oh, what do you guys think? Um, um, let's start off with your critical analysis, Shrikar. What okay. were they doing in that first half? I, I can't point a single thing out to you because they did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they literally didn't. The thing, it was like watching two sides just hoofing the ball up to their, like, freaking back line, and it's going back and forth with long balls for the entire first half. It was the most boring half of football I've ever seen. Okay, let's just start off with the, the starting lineup. Let's just start with that. Do you think Mourinho got this right? No. What would you have changed, though? Because I, I said I wouldn't that have too. started Fellaini. Okay, but then who would have used... Who, who would have... Dude, they had... McTominay is in form. Okay, but then you could kind of just make the same argument. They played with two defensive midfielders... I'd say technically I'd, Fellaini they, is They needed more Mata of an... out there, and they needed... Because uh, Sevilla aren't like a Premier League... Like they're, they're not like a bottom Premier League side with like a physical style of play. They're like a pretty... like. I put them in a side, top Premier so... League side. They generally do pretty well in La Liga. 
They're one of the better teams. Right, and they do right. well against in Europe in general as well. So they they have the they have uh, the know-how of how to do well in these the games. The only team to stop them was the Vardy Party team. <laughs> true, true. Man, Leicester that season. Anyway, <laughs> but I guess you could say that about Fellaini, but to be fair, he is more attacking than McTominay, so maybe I see what he was trying to do there, but it didn't work. Mm, nothing worked. It was like, okay, he went, the the away uh, performance they had, I was I was a little bit disgusted. Like, I hate to use that word, because they, right, have, the, right. they have the right to do whatever they want. It's United. I have no, I seen, have no right to criticize right, them. Right, right. But, but you've seen two, three teams do, like, go away from home. In that first leg, and absolutely taught their opponents. That's not even what I'm criticizing, though. I'm no, criticizing like, it because they they were arrogant to the point where they did not even try to score in that first game because they were so confident that they would easily brush them aside at home. And right. then I, I don't know if Mourinho knows how the rules work, but like he does know you have to score <laughs> over two legs, right? Like, was he trying to go for a nil-nil and then another nil-nil? Like, I don't I'm not sure if Mourinho knows game. how the rules work, but... <laughs> like, I, like, see, Jose, I'm Jose, not even Jose. sure necessarily you can blame him entirely. The team did so poorly defense-wise. They were just absolutely awful. One of the goals, there was five or six defense in the box, and Ben Yedder just apparently just could go oh, around yeah. the ball and just get that one header there. Yeah... Yeah, Ben Yedder could have had four in that game. The easily. defense were brutal, and he came on as a second half substitute. What do you? I couldn't even. I was watching this game, and I'm trying to figure out what went wrong for them. But I can't no, even. No, I'll tell you what happened. Because Sevilla, uh, if you saw Enzanzi's interview after the game, uh, he said how um, Sevilla were really shocked of how United set up. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they thought United were going to come at them. But then they didn't. Yeah. They were expecting because uh, the last two wins United had were Chelsea and Liverpool, where both teams went after United yep. and trying to score a goal against them. Yeah, but yeah. Sevilla, what they did was they sat back instead. No, you know what? I watched the game and I looked out for that, but they didn't. You don't think they sat back? No, they were actually on the front foot for most of but the game. But it was a counter, right? And it wasn't like a possession. No, no, no. But it wasn't. It was they had they had a lot of possession in that game. I think it was like fifty fifty. But most of United's possession was waste possession. They right. actually they were exposed at the backs of you, but United never countered in this game. I was looking out for it too. Yeah. And every time they tried to counter, they, it's either like their pass was horrible. Sanchez gave the ball mm-hmm. away. Okay, interesting fact. In in like what five or six games for United, Sanchez has broken three <laughs> records. What a guy! He has become the player to give the ball away the most times in the Premier League, in the FA Cup, in the Champions League ever since Opta started recording stats. It's ridiculous. <laughs> All in the same week. Same yeah. two weeks. But, yeah, they couldn't get their passes together. It's just their tactics didn't change. Pogba, I saw Pogba, like, miss, like, three or four, like, basic passes that any football Sanchez was brutal. When he came on, Sanchez yeah. was brutal. Lukaku, he, I mean, he had that one goal, which was nice. But aside from that, he had so many chances, and he just couldn't bury any of them. He was just so off it. Okay, there were there was I think there was only uh, one or maybe two clear chances where he could have maybe from, there weren't a lot of clear chances. Not not clear, game. but there's like chances, chances that you know what he should have been able to capitalize. You'd expect on. a seventy-five yeah. million pound exactly, and if anything, it just makes it reminiscent of the old Lukaku or the Lukaku most people kind of stereotypically say like never comes for the big games. Interesting fact: Ben Yedder has more goals 
against the top six opposition than Lukaku does, and he plays <laughs> in a different league. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate using that stereotypical expression, but like at some point, like these big games, That's man, you have jokes. to get it right. You know what for me? Like for me, two players came to play. It was Lingard and Rashford. Aside from that, I mean, those two I find always try their hardest, and they always generally have good games. Dude, Lingard and Sanchez can't play together in the same team. That's because. Dude, oh. Lingard, Sanchez, and Rashford. Dude, are United so is starting. United are starting like six wingers in their like L- attacking literally. line. I literally. say this. I say this wingers. again and again. Sanchez, there's no point. They shouldn't have bought him. He didn't fit into the team. It was just a waste of money, and he's not doing anything. Actually, that's not true. He's shitting the bed. He is doing something. <laughs> I think this is this this season. These couple of seasons are kind of exposing Mourinho in the sense that we're kind of realizing that he is limited in the sense that he can only do well in a certain set of situations. And when he has tons of money to spend on attacking players like he has done with Man United, he is not the manager who's going to make the best of that situation. Like, he, I think he is the only person currently limiting this United I think he's... Because they have the players to go out and do much better than they have been doing. But I don't think he, he knows how to Dude, play Dude, agree. I agree with you. I think he does better with the teams where he has less money and he has to play a more defensive, counter-attacking style no, than an I, offensive style. I disagree style. with that completely. Look at the te- look at the three teams he's managed. He's managed Chelsea, went to Real Madrid, both teams with yeah, I agree very, with that, very hefty finances. But the Porto, Porto, I'll agree. But that is, then again, it's a Portuguese league. He won the CL. Fantastic, but you could count that as rare as a Leicester win of a Premier League. I agree with that, Shikar. Like he, he, but I think is he literally went to Real Madrid and he completely changed yep. their style. Of play. Went defensive and style. Part of the reason, part of the reason why they sacked him because they're like, this is not how we want to play. This is not not how we play. And the a best bunch way. of the players hated him going out of it too. As he was leaving, he had a huge feud with Ronaldo and Ramos, which were two of the key players yeah. at Real Madrid. And it was, yeah, I think partly it was because and of the style. Are. He was asking them to do one thing when Real Madrid, the team setup is not for that. They're set up for offense. Yeah, exactly. But, like, that's not to say he doesn't do it well. He does do it well, but for this game, it just didn't and make look any at his, sense. I was going mean, to say, look at his two Champions League wins. None of them are with the big clubs. It was Porto and, what, Inter Milan? There are essentially more squads that you have to yeah. kind of work with what you got yeah. and for that he worked with them made them defensive kind of style counterattacking what he does which gets results but at the same time i mean when you have the money you need to get a little bit more offensive style and it works better because then you can buy yeah, those more a- flashy more uh finesse players that will then contribute right. more it's all it's almost like his his fame has led to his downfall because now all the big clubs want him but then you realize maybe the big clubs wouldn't suit him you know but i that's a bit of a big statement to make. You can't. It's really true, say and that. he still has done well. I mean, he's got numerous trophies yeah, both in La Liga and the Premier League. So, it's just when yeah. it comes to Champions League. It's just for the. I wonder how much longer these United players can stand. Like, can can. He generally this. has a three-year three-year limit before players start to turn yeah, off. Yeah, he signed the contract. Well, yeah. he signed a contract yeah. with Chelsea too, and we saw what happened there. Yeah. No, no, no but the, the funny thing is, he signed a contract extension like two yeah, months ago. Yeah, it was the same Look thing with Chelsea. In his, in his last yeah. with Chelsea. He signed a huge one. Oh, oh yeah, they had to do oh, a huge payout clause. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's why they waited oh, so long true, to sack him. True, like, true, they true, were like true. 15th at one point and they still didn't sack him. 18th, in fact, I remember. I have a screenshot. 
You passed. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're getting off track. Sorry. Back to this game. Like, I couldn't even pinpoint what went wrong for them because they played the same way they did at Liverpool and Chelsea. Maybe that's what went wrong. See, but like, they just played dude, poorly. Dude, the thing is, you can't expect a team. You can't. You can't sit back at home. Away, to some degree, I understand. You go there, you play for the draw. But what are you doing playing for a draw at home? I don't think he was playing for a draw. He was trying to hit them on a counter. But Sevilla controlled but, the counter really well. He wasn't. He, he was like, playing for the counter. It was counter. football. It wasn't even a proper counter. Because there was it, no one in that midfield is, to string passes. Yeah, they didn't. And it was It was Hoofball. one ball. It was Hoofball because they realized... Like, if you look realized, at Liverpool's counters... You see passes, you see three or four or five quick passes. Same thing with City. That's the when thing. people go on the counter, offensive teams, you pass. That's but the thing with you, those teams. They have like a well-defined way of playing. So they're never confused as to what, what they need to do. Whereas when you watch this United team, they hoof the ball because they don't know what to do. They don't have a well-structured... They don't have patterns. They don't have ways of playing through certain situations where... All the other teams right now with well-defined managers and styles of play, they know what to do in every situation. I don't think United know that right now. Here's my analysis on this one. First off, I don't attribute everything to him, uh, especially when most managers, like, there's big games they lose. It really comes down to the players, ultimately. Uh, and the, it was a complete and utter failure on the players' part. Defensively, they're absolutely god-awful. They conceded... That second goal where they had five or six players in the box. I think it was five against, what, two Sevilla players? Those guys should be easily marked. That he should have never gotten that header off. Not to mention, offensively, they'd had chances, but they just couldn't finish it. And even the chances they got, they were just poor passes or, like, just kind of fumbling with it as well. And if you just... It kind of reminded... Sorry, go on, go on. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say, like, Sevilla... They dominated them as far as, like, opportunities in front of the net. They had 21, like, total attempts and versus, like, the 17 of Man U. But, like, even then, like, shots on target, they had better ones as well. Inside the box, okay. too. It kind of reminded me of that England performance versus Iceland in the summer, where you just didn't see it coming at all. But all the players just had a terrible game collectively, and it was just an absolute shock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, do, do you know what I mean, Shrikar? Did, yeah, did you watch that I, game? Yeah, I get it. I, yeah, and it game. and like <laughs> losses like this will happen. It's just unfortunate that it happened in the most important game, which is the Champions League. Yeah, of their season. Yeah, I don't know if it's of their season, but maybe. No, it's of their season. I, I don't know. It about depends, that. I guess, on how the rest but of the maybe, season yeah. goes as far as placement wise. But I think they're pretty good standing. Dude, s- but as far as the rest of the season goes, they've. You know, if I was four. yeah, if are I was going to bet money, I'd probably agree with you. This was probably their most important because. I mean, it would have been more important game if they moved on, but because they the, hadn't. So the prem is gone. The prem is gone. So the only other trophy suitable for a club like what do Man you mean, U- dude? It's still mathematically possible. Man City's not dropping this. There's no okay. way. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. But yeah, we I, need I a, agree. We need some uh, Nigerian juju magic. Hold <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you saying? Um. <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> it's it's witchery. Okay. So, is there anything else? <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> Was there anything else you guys wanted to cover on this game? Or anything else you were thinking about? Or should we move on to... Oh, also, one more, like, last Mourinho hate. Like, what was his interview after that game? Are you kidding me? 
If I was a Manchester United fan, I would be going crazy. Oh my god. Right. He literally roasted United. Does he know that he's speaking to Man United supporters, not Jose Mourinho supporters? So guys, for anyone who didn't catch the end of it, uh, do you guys want to kind of summarize it or at least give the the fine points? Yeah. (laughs) So, So the reporter asked him how disappointing it is for Man United to be knocked out at this stage. And his response was... I've sat in this chair before with Real Madrid when I knocked United out, and I've also sat here with Porto when I knocked Man United out. So clearly it's nothing new for this club, and there's nothing to be worried about. <laughs> Absolute scenes. Like, the arrogance of this man. Are you, You're speaking to Man United yeah. supporters when, you, when you're talking no, about it. And man's like, uh, Spurs are in the same situation as us. They got knocked out in the Champions League, too. They yeah, only like, have the FA Cup. And he mentions Liverpool, and he's like, yeah, they have the Champions League. I'm like, yo. Yeah, like, focus on your club, man. Talk, this guy, like, talk about add insult to injury. He just loses a huge one. Man United supporters are obviously pissed. And then he's like, nah, nah, nah. They should be used to this. <laughs> Screw those guys! Just bitch slap like, them. <laughs> it felt like he didn't know what to say after that game. I think he was just as much in, in shock as the rest of the football world. Either that, or he's trying he, to do the classic Mourinho thing—just brush it off quickly if he does poorly, and if he does yeah. well, then yeah. gloat about it and say he's the best. Yeah, for sure. He didn't even—he didn't even have anything to blame for this game. Dude, too. watch him get sacked and Frank Dippard come in. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. But it's not happening. Funny. But oh, that's funny to think about. So I guess moving uh, on to just quickly covering the other uh, games, we'll do... Sir, Roma- credit to Sevilla. Sorry, I feel like we didn't give it enough credit oh, to true. Sevilla. Yeah, they played great. They, they were up. definitely the much better team over the two legs. The first game, they dominated. The second game, they didn't even look like they were in any sort of threat. Like, that has right. to be some sort of credit to the way they were playing and their manager, too. Yeah, they did uh, well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ben Yedder had a great game. And he was a sub in the second half. And that's I feel like, just showing how poor United was. I feel like that was their wild card to use after like sixty minutes, where United were. Dude, Ben Yedder scored two against Liverpool too, so it's not a surprise. He, he I think yeah. that was their plan all along. Because uh, someone at Sky or BT mentioned it, how uh, previously in uh, the Europa League they've used Ben Yedder as like a impact sub. That's and jokes. he's like score every single time. Yeah. Great for them because they're not doing too well in the league. So if they win the Champions League... And I think this is the furthest they've gone in ages. Oh, yeah. I don't think they've ever been this far. Yeah, because every every year they go into, like, the... uh, Europa League. And they do well No, no, no. They get eliminated in group stage. Yeah, and then they go to the Europa Europa League. League. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, let's just win Europa League instead, boys. Yeah, jokes. And then let's finish poorly in the league. Yeah, (laughs) easy. Um, (laughs) That's literally their... They follow that course of action every season. I think they've much. won like four out of like the last five Europa. There's some crazy number like that. Insane. Yeah. Also, just before we move on, like, what do you think United can do to fix this? Like, Sanchez again, like, bringing it up. Like, should he keep starting even though he's not doing well, or should he be dropped? Like, but would dropping it lower his confidence even more? So. No, he should be dropped. You're saying drop him? Yeah. No, see, here's the problem they pay way too much money for him. So they can't really. No, I I understand that, but I mean. Well, clearly... they're they're having him play what more of a central position, at least from what I saw. Uh, he's kind of given like a free roll from what I've seen. Yeah, what same. I've been seeing, but it's just not working. I feel like maybe it wouldn't be a drop, but it would more be like instead of starting games, maybe come into them and see if that helps him with his confidence. Mm-hmm. You I know? I would change. You have two options. You either change the position on him. 
uh, and tried. He's tried different positions. Well, if, I mean, at that point, if he's still not performing, you know what? The team comes first. So I would, yeah, you know what? Actually, I would agree with Shrikar at that point. Drop him. Yeah, I think so too. Drop him. Hopefully, kicks his ass in gear, and then starts actually working for the salary that he's getting paid. I bet he's feeling real good about snubbing City now. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, oh, <laughs> and Lukaku in his match interview after too, he's like, some of the yeah. players were hiding on the pitch. And yeah, he said that. And Lukaku's been that's... good these past few games actually. Yeah, and that's he's not been... a good sign for team morale in general. Oh yeah. I mean, they like... just didn't look like they had any morale when they played yesterday. It was just. You know, in the Premier League, they've been able to get the wins playing that way because, as right. you said, Shrikar, they have teams coming on to them, and that's exactly what they want. Right. But that's yesterday, what, that's it, what just, it just didn't work. Like, Mourinho yeah. just got it wrong. But to be fair, yeah. I I mentioned this again, I don't think it was entirely all his fault. I think this one's primarily on the players. I think they were the ones True. that let this go. It looks poorly on him, but I think this was really the players on this one. Fair. With the but I also think if... If anyone else was managing this group of players, I always say this, but I think they'd be doing so much better. Like, mm-hmm. these, all these players are not playing to what they could be. It's, like, no oh. surprise that all the big signings that come into United are, like, immediately labeled, like, flops. It makes me but, wonder, why hasn't Mourinho taken a job with the Juventus? I don't know. Situations? Like, those... Know. The, the manager seems like a freaking perfect fit for that team. Uh, go all sure. out on defense. Like, there's no problem. Start, like, ten defenders and one Lukaku up top. <laughs> ten sure. defenders and one Lukaku up top. <laughs> 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 no, even better, just Peter Crouch. We don't park the bus, Crouch. we park the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess we can move on from this one now. Disappointing for United, really disappointing. Because uh, everyone expected them to go with at least to the quarterfinals. Yeah, I guess that's what you get for being... Super Copy. arrogant in the first leg and expecting to go through in this in the home leg easily, but yeah, right. you can't do that in the Champions League. The next game was uh, Roma Shakhtar. We can just quickly mention this one. Yeah, Jacko with a goal. Uh, a and Jacko was one goal. And in Jacko, they were playing at home. My they boy. had two away goals in like the first leg at Shakhtar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they did what was required of them, and I think they were just about favorites for this tie. Yeah, it was a good, uh, mature was a good European tie. Yeah. performance, it was a them, good, which yeah. we haven't seen a lot from Roma recently. Fair, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it'll be Just, interesting to see who they get in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Did you see? They're, like, Roma and Sevilla are probably the teams that teams are most looking forward to playing, to be honest. We'll get to that, we'll get to that. Let's finish, let's wrap up with the fixtures, though. We also had Bayern uh, win 3-1 at home against the Besiktas, that... Tie was done in the first leg itself. Yeah, I think eight one on aggregate. Crazy. Real competition uh, there. I don't think anyone's surprised by that though. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, my interesting result. Liverpool fact for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Just one. Liverpool is the only team to have not conceded in this uh, round of sixteen fixtures. Every other team has conceded a goal except Liverpool. Defensive masterclass. Two wow. clean sheets, baby. That's good. Defensive. And I just think, you know, this ne- the United loss coming back to it quickly, I think it was 5D chess by Klopp, masterclass, you know, giving them hope uh, by the time <laughs> at the yeah. weekend. Uh, yeah, it was all part Mourinho of the plan. start Rashford. It was all part change. of the plan, I'm sure it was, yeah. It was all part of the plan, you know, it's all Klopp's thinking, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What was the other game? 
Tristan, next English team. Tristan, what, team. what 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 happened today, man? Uh, hey, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> Chelsea were never favorites in this tie. They weren't. So they, they shit they shit the bed so no, much. No, Chelsea were. See, I watched the entire oh. game. Chelsea were actually decent. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with well, yeah. Chelsea were very decent. I just think they should have started Morata instead of Giroud in the first half, and then brought Giroud later on. Uh, what see, they did. see, I, I disagree with that. With that. I, I agree with you that they played well. There's a few things that I'm going to touch on that they absolutely, I think, was the reason why they ended up losing. But yeah, as far as possession goes, they were had more possession. They were generally more in Barcelona's zone than the otherwise. They had, a, they, had... A, they had a higher degree of pressure, I found as well. They just they couldn't for the life of them finish it. And a lot of times when they're up the front, especially Moses, he just freaking would either do the worst pass right to right. A, like another player on the other team, or he would just ring it wide. Right. And after and a certain time, William just started taking the shots instead, instead of passing it over to William Moses, with this who was making classic move of shifting it quickly to the right. <laughs> yeah, he almost got one there uh, doing yeah. that. And team players should know by now. That's all he does. But defensively... <laughs> and to be honest, the, the one thing that hit Chelsea really hard in this tie was the second-minute goal. That really, really killed Dude, Chelsea's... Like, I oh, feel like Courtois had a terrible game. He had an oh, absolutely had brutal game. game. First two goals, his like first one definitely his fault. Second one kind of yeah. his fault. He did touch it. It was just weak the hands, The third one honestly. was also kind of his fault. It, it, it no, see, the, the third one, I can't give it to him... Uh, being his fault because yeah it looks kind of like it because it went through his legs but when Fair, you're that, okay. when you're I, I when you're Lionel Messi within the six yard box like that close he can put it so many places it, and it, he puts it with just such pace it's really hard to stop it at that point but this first one definitely Fair. and the Fair, second one was weak hands he should have got that lesson for Courtois close your legs boy <laughs> Courtois doing his best manually impression for the, <laughs> the squad. The <laughs> the foul on Alonso in the box or the no foul that should have been a penalty shot there yeah. I think he barely yeah. he barely pulled him enough but it should have been enough just to get the penalty it that it was, was a penalty that, but it wasn't by much that was a key moment and yeah I think that was a penalty also Marcus Alonso hit the post with his free kick oh yeah, yeah. That, if yeah, that went like, in at that time maybe see like the scoreline makes it seem like it was a very easy win for Barca but I. Yeah, it was a game of fine and, margins. And to be honest, though, Barca never, I it never really felt like Barca turned it on. Yeah, that's. For me. I feel like that's been Barca under Ernesto so, Valverde no, this season. No, but that's the thing, though, because they've been very we, defensively we say, solid. We but, we say that if Chelsea had got the first goal instead, there's no reason why Barca couldn't have come back with that mojo in this, like right after they concede and just kill the tie right there. Right, but then you're getting into ifs and buts. But like, that's true. Fair. Here's my I, thing. I think, I think it was. Had, Oh, go, sorry, go, on, go, go on, go on, go on. Okay. Go on, go on I was go going to say, I think this was more on Chelsea's uh, kind of like lack of play versus Barca's like good play. Barca uh, played Barca played decent. Messi was unreal. Two goals, one assist. He led the lineup. When he was there, he was clinical, and they weren't up at the front on Chelsea's side too much. But defensively, Chelsea was terrible. Offensively, they were brutal. And their passes, they just kept feeding it to the other team. They weren't even making good passes. They just fed it to them. With the exception of, like, Nogolo Conte. Like, most of the team just was brutal. Because it was... Okay, maybe it was a lack of quality from Chelsea, but their lack of effort was 
uh, sorry, they didn't have a lack of effort and application in the game. No, they like, they played well they as far up. as getting the pressure on and making turnovers and then getting into the offensive zone. They just didn't Chelsea do anything. Chelsea lacked with it. the final ball today. That yeah. last pass you need. And it I feel just like that's didn't not. Happen. They they that's... also I noticed they took a lot of extra touches when they should have just shot it. They took sometimes yeah. one too many, and then a defenseman would be on them, and they just they couldn't get it when they should have. It's no, just, but I yeah, find that so many a lot. Things. This this is one thing that irritates me in the modern game because before we used to see a lot more long shots. I don't know the exact figures, but I'm sure if you go back into like uh, pre Premier League or maybe like the first ten years of the Premier League, there were more long shots in the league than what we're seeing now, mm. and I kind of don't like that because players are afraid to shoot because of managers' philosophy of passing and you know tiki taka and all that comes into play. Yeah, I'd like but, to see some stats on that. But, like, I think... It might just be me, but it feels like there's been a lot less of an emphasis on goals via the power in, like, long Yeah, league, when I was watching like, the league back when the rainbows were still black and white, every player <laughs> took a shot from 20 yards. I remember those days. Uh, those days. Tristan, you're the stats man. Maybe you can hit us up with some stats next episode regarding that. Yeah, just get a segment, stat attack. <laughs> Yeah, but that sounds good. Going back, actually, something you mentioned a while ago, why they didn't play Murata first, is because Giroud's been playing better. He's been having a better game. Murata's been really cold, so it, but it just did a really poor first it, half. It, it j- I think he actually started you well. Know, yeah, you know what? He was I, feeding I, Hazard. I think he started well, too. Hazard started really well. I Hazard think, and William and Giroud all started both well. Both of them. No, I think Giroud dropped it and didn't do nearly... He didn't do what he should have. He didn't play well in the second half, I think. And also, number two, when he got... He had a few chances. He just he wasn't able to finish. He's not the finisher type, I find. He was doing he's, at least in at least a little in this game. He was passing he was little, decent, no, but he, but he just there was no attacking force before. He has he but there's no attacking force in this, in this team. He you looks a little bit out of place in this team. I feel like he fits in well in a team that's very possession based and passing on the ground based. Chelsea are a very counter attacking team, and I don't know if that suits Giroud. It clearly doesn't suit Murata either. Apparently, right now. <laughs> you know Murata's what Chelsea just... could? You know who Chelsea could have used in this tie? Acosta or a Bacuai? I still, for my life, don't understand why you guys let him go. Bacuai. He he wasn't oh. doing anything. Dude, was the problem with Chelsea? He did great when he went to Dortmund. He wasn't given chances. He was though. Like he was given chances, not a lot, but he was given chances. And he just didn't do it. Although he was a super sub. He has one of the like, best uh, goals per minute, I think, out there. Yeah, he does. As That's of like I something thought. like, like I 2016, was... I think he was number one over everyone, mm-hmm. including like Harry Kane, Lewandowski, etc. But like, like I always uh, thought when he was given a chance, he did well. I what I'm but, hoping I mean, you, is you that you watch more games. What I'm hoping is he comes back in the like next season and then hopefully brings what he's been doing at Dortmund. Whether he can or not, uh, still remains to be seen. But at least that's we got something to look forward to because this season's been brutal up at the front. Did you guys see what Diego Costa posted on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't at all. Oh, what was it? <laughs> what a child. Okay, so he posted a picture of the lineups to the Chelsea-Barca game, like the Chelsea lineup, but he, he like, crossed out the manager's name, and he posted that. <laughs> like, what? What are, you, what are you trying to do? What a, what a kid. I don't it's, get this guy. It's too bad, because he... If it wasn't for his, like... His temperament made him what he was good and why he was such a dominant force up the front, but at the same time, he just poor attitude as far as dealing with the managers. Yeah, I don't think Conte and him are just 
he does he does well with anything. Diego Simeone because I'm pretty sure Simeone won't take any of his crap and also it's kind of similar personality wise so probably gonna I think so he's a senior in the Atletico team yeah Simeone just likes him anyway like they're like best buds yeah yeah unlucky for Chelsea like it just they were it wasn't their day like they, I have a question for they, you guys uh who do you think put the better performance in Spurs or Chelsea Spurs Spurs without a doubt Spurs Chelsea did well as far as the attacking force and putting up a good kind of like first two thirds of the field. Right, but that, but you never really that final third, they were through. just brutal. They're absolutely brutal. I mean, I'm sure it's also because Barca just make any team look ordinary streetcar. True, but See, like, I didn't think Barca played that great. I think it was just no, more they didn't. They're just they they're trying. just very clinical, and what that they does were is clinical. It lowers your confidence as a team when you think you're playing well, and then the other team can still score like goals so easily against you. That's that just messy. makes you play worse. That's I'm that's sure the legend that is Lionel Messi. Yeah, just, he's oh my god. So, I have no he, words for him. He was running around the players like nothing. Did you see where he uh, completely deked out Fabregas and looked like he broke his ankles? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. And the second goal too. He ran through your team and oh, then he just I set know. it up for Dembele. That was yeah. such a nice pass. That was such a cheeky pass. Yeah. Yeah. Dembele got lucky great. on that. Courtois should have had it. Went through his hands. That was weak hands. I don't think it was lucky. It was still an, an like amazing it, it was, strike it, from his weaker foot. I wouldn't say amazing. It was a nice shot. Courtois, it hit his hands, though. It was just weak hands. Although, to be fair... It was fair, really powerful. Oh, yeah, it was. And, I mean, Dude, it was that, pretty That quick, was exactly so. a save, save that Mignolet would pull. I've seen Mignolet, like get that goal scored on him so many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, where I'm sure like, someone... Like, the, the Belgium national goalkeeping coach needs to be sacked. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm willing to take the job, uh, Belgium FA, if you're interested. <laughs> if yeah, you're listening. I need co-op anyway, so, you know, hit True. me True, yeah. International expedition. Yeah, Shrikar will <laughs> set uh, Courtois and Mignolet right. Yeah, you know, uh, teach them a few things. If you're listening, Belgium, um, you no, can Belgium contact Shrikar. Uh, Henri uh, Martinez, you know, if you want to... Gary you can Neville, contact Shrikar by DMing us on this YouTube channel. He's not Gary, cheap. I'm not sure if you're if you'll be allowed on Twitter for the next while. I, I <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but Gary Neville, if you want to hit me up, you know, my links are in the description. Speaking of that, just a reminder, guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, just make sure to hit like and comment. Maybe it, it helps us. It really does. And also subscribe if you want to hear us again. Yeah, tell us what you like. Tell us what you hate. Tell us. Tree cars, jackass, whatever. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Especially Spurs right, fans. Right. Going back to the footy, we have the Europa League returning tomorrow, and we have the Champions League quarterfinal draw on Friday morning. So looking forward to that. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. Dude, how cool would it be if the two English teams drawed each other? Drew each Dude, other. fuck no, no, yeah, no. <laughs> That'd it, be exciting, but no, you're right. No, if Chelsea's going to have a hope of making Champions League, we need Man City to win it. <laughs> Is that still a rule where the fifth team gets in if someone wins? Yeah, I no, think it increases no. it. Is it? I don't think that's a thing. Do they get rid of it? No, but if you win, it increases the spots. At least it did, I thought, when Chelsea won it. Uh, Chelsea won it when they were sixth. And Liverpool won it when we were fifth. And United <laughs> won it when they were second. Or I first. don't remember was that what first? happened. Oh, that was first. Yeah. yeah, that was first. I don't remember what happened that season, though. I don't I don't. It wasn't even. I think I wasn't even live. When was it? Um, 0809. Oh, no, the oh. United win. Yeah, 0809. Oh, what? no, 0708. No. That was the 0708. Terry screw up on the penalty the shot Terry there. The Terry screw up. 
I still don't forgive him for that. <laughs> Wait, United won the Champions League in 08, 07 08? Against Chelsea. Yeah, oh, yeah against, against Chelsea. Chelsea. I thought their last win was against Bayern Munich in like 98 or something. No. No, 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 yeah, no, they no. they played they Chelsea in the before, finals. After that. Oh, oops. And they reached the final in, I think, 2010 at Wembley against Barca, but lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Barca were just unreal back then. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Europa League is back tomorrow with Arsenal facing Milan at home. Um, if they if they get three goals, poof. I'm not going to say anything because our, anything can happen with this Arsenal team, dude. We'll if see. Th- yeah, we'll see. But what what draws are you guys looking forward to? What draws do you guys want for your in the Champions League? Okay, Tristan can't answer anymore. But yo, <laughs> <laughs> rip, <laughs> exclusion. Uh, what who I want? Yeah, probably Sevilla or Roma. Probably Sevilla. Roma look a bit stronger, and mm-hmm. I I don't want to knock out Jacko, dude. Jacko and Kolarov, they're my boys. But True yeah, Kolarov's I probably go there. with yeah. Kolarov's playing. Okay, so for me, well. my list is this. I've got a bit more realistic, but or not. You guys tell me. You guys tell me. Uh, uh, so <laughs> the the three teams uh, I want to avoid for sure are Barca, City, and Bayern. <laughs> Sevilla. Uh, I'd rather not. Sevilla is a meh. Like they're weak on paper. Yes, so I wouldn't mind them just for revenge as well. But they're still on the fence. It's a meh. And okay. Roma, Real, and Juventus. Yes. Real and Juventus? Yeah. No, I Wait. think Real would... You guys would be... Full. No, Real just for like... It's going to be a nice big tie for us in a while. I think you don't want to get Real Madrid. I what think. makes no, you I think, think, I think... What makes you think you can beat Juventus, dude? They're like the no, one team that look, you should be afraid Spurs. of facing. Look at Spurs. Look at Spurs and what they Yes, did look at Spurs and look how well they played and they still lost. Juventus we are a great better. defensive team. We can play better. And you saw how Juventus you, did... Dude, you saw how easy it was for United to, to defend against you guys. You just have to sit. But then I can't. Ju- I can't just say I'd only like Roma and Sevilla. That's unrealistic. No, but I think Juventus are like the one team you guys should not. Then who'd be you facing. swap for? From if you had to choose three teams for Liverpool to avoid and three teams for Liverpool to face, we don't have to pick, pick three teams. Well, would you come I'm up with splitting that it in half because I'm splitting it in half. I'm not counting. Well, Sevilla. Juventus would be the first team that I would really. And you're not wanting to face list. Yes. Okay. And then. Um. Not wanting to face. Who else? Like, Barca are through, Real Madrid are through. Who else? Sevilla, Roma, and Man City. So, okay, I, think, I'd pro- I think Liverpool could do well against Bayern. I think they'd have a chance. Really? Uh, I don't yeah. think so. No, no. No, Bayern would rip this Liverpool defense to shreds, I think. Yeah. And our attack is nearly... Our attack is good enough to score goals, but not enough goals that we equalize the concede. Yeah. I think you guys could play... I, I'd see you guys possibly doing well against Barcelona. But not no, real Madrid. I'm I think. So after today's performance, be, before today, uh, I because I didn't watch Barca before today. Barca are a slow build-up team, dude. When Chelsea turn it mm. on against Barca, they couldn't deal with the uh, the runs of Willian and Hazard, and you guys have like ten times that. That's just my opinion. I feel like they're not used to high-pressure teams. And remember that preseason but, game you played against them? That's preseason though. Nicole Conte yeah. in single-handedly too. destroying them. Yeah. As I probably put Barca, Real Madrid, and Juventus as a, as a team you shouldn't face. Barca, Real Madrid, Juventus, and then Actually, the teams maybe we... Barca could be swapped with someone else. But yeah, the rest would be. Now switch Barca with Man City. They shouldn't be facing Man City. Yeah, true. I don't know about that. You guys can beat Man City. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you I showed know. it. You showed it. Yeah, that, that that's why I don't know if you can repeat it. Yeah. 
You want to leave on a high note. <laughs> See, yeah. like... I, over two I, legs, it's probably hard. The thing is, though, like, losing to an English side over two legs would just be not ideal. True. Yeah. I don't think you could cope with it over two legs. True. No, it depends. Like, the thing is, I don't mind... I, I, I don't mind getting any team as long as the second leg is at Anfield. Like, if I... Like, if you gave me a guarantee that the second leg could be at Anfield, I would say pick any team you want. I think if you guys get Roma, that's probably the easiest team for you guys to beat. Roma? Because A, they're an Italian team. They play very slowly. And B, I think they're the... Yeah, like, I think you guys obviously have, like, a mental breakdown against Sevilla every time you play them. Yeah, but on paper, Sevilla, those two teams are the weaker teams, right? Yeah, and I think Roma are better for you guys, probably. Yeah, I'd agree. I think your best bet is facing Roma. What about you, Tristan? Who are you looking forward to facing in the round of eight? Dude, I really want to see Real City. <laughs> Fuck off. Or Barca City. <laughs> you want, screw you, I want Man City facing Barca at least. Yeah, I, I think see, we have a good chance against Barca. I think you do, I but you it should be tough. Juve. No, I want to see City Juve or City, uh, City Barca, yeah. City Juve would be interesting. Yeah. That would be That'd really be. interesting. Yeah, I don't want to see uh, a City Real Madrid, because I think City would beat Real Madrid pretty good. Con- Convincingly, but I think Real Madrid against any of the what? other teams. But I thought you said Real Madrid's no. gonna win it easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I didn't say easily. I think they'll okay, win it. Easily. But I, I just think that they're probably their big, biggest kryptonite's gonna be Man City. Hmm. I think their biggest kryptonite could be Juventus. I think Juventus could be any team. Yeah, Juventus, Juventus is kind of like a dark horse. Like everyone yeah. knows that they're they're decent, but in Champions League they always just like bring it. They've gotten to two finals in the last three years, right? But yeah. they just haven't won that final game. <laughs> I I hope for Buffon that he gets to actually no I want to win it never they're mind. they're always just a bridesmaid <laughs> that's why yeah never a bride that are we gonna a... yeah are we gonna Sorry. talk about the shit show that was this week as far as drama goes for soccer a few things went on yeah we had a lot <laughs> I guess the uh, I we can just talk about the quick you know, one Greece heard the news coming out of uh, West Ham and they're like you know what how can we <laughs> screw this up even more. <laughs> West Ham, we have the worst possible state of club right now, including fan <laughs> invasions. Greece, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Wow. So was what, it what was Pauk? it? What was the team? Pauk? I think it was A P O E K. I don't even know how you pronounce. Yeah, it. I think it was yeah, P A O K. That's Pauk. You know, okay, Ange, uh, going a little off topic. You remember Miss K from high school? Yes. Her favorite team was Pauk, the team who really just yeah. Okay. Jokes AF. Oh my god. That's our math teacher from grade 9. Yeah. She's great. I bet she enjoyed that. She's really feisty. Yeah, that too. So what? The owner stormed onto the pitch with a gun. With a gun. <laughs> because the referee called offside. That's nice. what happened. On a goal. But, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Wait, there was riots, I think, too, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. I think I'm, it was, like, a yeah, massive there was pitch, like, pitch yeah, invasion. field invasion. And then Greece is like, hold on. We're just going to shut down all football in the country. Yeah. <laughs> shut her yeah. all down. Yo, uh, off topic, but rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back to the footy. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, so there was the Napoli coach. Oh, true. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. Did you guys pulling, hear what he said pulling in public? The good old, uh, David sexism Moyes. card? The David Moyes card. Yeah, David Moyes. He, what did he say last season again? Uh, I was still a female reporter, I think, from the BBC. It was something about uh, along the same lines. I think it was like, yeah, like I would. Except I it wasn't s- as profane because oh my he god, he said F-word something about Britain. 
You said something about slapping you, right? David Moyes? Yeah, yeah, something like that. If you weren't a woman, I'd slap you. Is that what he something said? Something like that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But sorry, the Napoli coach, getting back to it. I guess uh, there was a one reporter that asked, like, is your... After they... I guess they lost, like, is your season, like, over now? Like, the, the title? And then uh-huh. he... I guess he told him, like, since you're a woman, I won't tell you to fuck off. <laughs> well, you already said it there, mate, but, like... What a guy! Keeping it classy, real classy. Yeah, that's a and coming great to state classy, of affairs. Uh, coming to classy. Jamie Carragher. You can go Jamie ahead with this Carragher, one. Um, I. What was he doing? What? How? Why? Jamie, come on. Dude, it was lit. <laughs> uh, it was so. It was so instinctive for it him. It was so out of character. <laughs> it was so. I was watching the video and the United fans just like it was. It was kind of lighthearted. He's just like, no, but Jamie, apparently there were two, two or mate. three. Like, he's done it two or three times before taking the video, apparently. No, no, I saw... Did you see the full video? I saw the full video when he actually saw... Like, first saw Jamie, and then he started doing it. It was basically, like, he pointed out to his daughter, Oh, look, that's Jamie Carragher. And then he just, like, rolls down the window. He's like, 2-1, mate. 2-1, mate. Like, a couple of times. And then immediately Jamie rolls out his window and, like, bam. Yeah. Spits all over uh, into the car and right onto the girl, the 14-year-old daughter. And he's never, like, shown something like this on the pitch ever. Yeah, and he's never done it in in Monday Night... He's never done it in Monday Night Football either (laughs) to Gary Neville. Apparently, his excuse... (laughs) To Gary Neville. (laughs) Apparently, his excuse was that he had just been, like, accosted three or four times earlier just before that. Well, so I saw he was just like at the end of his rope. I still don't think it was that bad. Yeah, like he, it was an overreaction. He also said he didn't see the girl like, in the car, which I, you know what I can believe in that case. Yeah, I can yeah. believe. Yeah, I believe that. Apparently, she was leaning back a little girl. bit, so you couldn't yeah. really see her. And she's probably like fourteen, as in like she's probably small. Yeah, so. I mean, if I got spit on by Jamie Carragher, I probably wouldn't wash my face for my the rest of my life. <laughs> you know what? Sell that shit on YouTube. Someone's gonna buy it for a bunch of money. <laughs> I like lick it off or wipe it off with a swab and then like sell it on amazon or something <laughs> clone, him. clone him clone <laughs> him getting into the dark stuff now <laughs> clone him and then host your and own then you'll have saturday night from, <laughs> then you'll have tuesday night wednesday night thursday night and friday night maybe football. you can join us on football mezzanine if maybe you're listening, jamie hey would you like to join us you'll probably <laughs> you'll probably get a uh a great buyer Jamie, since, you're, since you're banned from Sky and probably no other broadcaster is going to hire you, true. We are willing to give you an internship position here. <laughs> Not even so, pay you an know, internship. We'll even pay you uh, six pack, uh, maybe wage, some mouthwash, minimum uh, wage of some other uh, some other country, probably. <laughs> Not Canada. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Jamie, uh, job opportunity. Uh, people on LinkedIn promote this. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Much hit, it, hit his Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Join doubt. football messaging. I doubt if you I don't think he's gonna be checking Twitter for a long time. But yeah, for the cloning thing, I was gonna say Mourinho uh, would be a buyer for you because you can get like ten defenders that way and he can uh, park <laughs> the plane. Mourinho. Mourinho hates all pundits. I don't think he's down. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. He's probably gonna so. be a major pundit once he retires. Talking Mourinho? about everyone. You know, ja- you know no, Jamie Carragher actually might come on the podcast though, because uh which the podcast? On our podcast, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Because he came on before the United Liverpool game. He came on full time Devils or whatever the Arsenal fan TV equivalent of United is called. That's true. And he, yeah, and he called in. He's like, "Yo, fam, we're pretty much Arsenal fan TV." Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah Jamie. We're almost once on again. the same status. Just that just leads a into bit. our awards of this podcast episode. Uh, the first of which is our biggest disgrace of the week, brought to you by Gary Neville. And I think Gary's going to enjoy this one because simply because we'd be stuck with Jamie Redknapp if he leaves Monday Night Football. True. <laughs> I think that's reason enough to not let him be suspended. Okay, I think that's fair enough reason. So, uh, this week's, um, not this week's, because we already did one this week, but this episode's Disgrace of the Week goes to... Jamie Carragher. Absolute disgrace they are. Yeah, and our second award of this podcast is, as always, our Golden Dude of the Week. And uh, Tristan can go ahead and talk to us about this one. Oh. Who's he going to pick? Who's he going to pick? <sighs> well, for this one... Messy? Is it gonna be Jose again for his tactical masterclass? <laughs> um, I sense some ooh. salt there. I sense some salt there as a Liverpool fan. Ugh, I might as well give it to Courtois on that stellar performance he had. True. <laughs> no, and in, in this one, uh, I begrudgingly give it to none other than the man, the legend, the only one. Lionel Messi. Jose. <laughs> Mourinho. <laughs> no, no, Lionel Messi gets my golden dude of the week on this one. Yeah, and I think he deserves the golden ball too. Oh, he's just a company. I feel like he almost single-handedly just destroyed us. Kind of felt like two that. goals, one assist. He's I an think alien. there's no need for any reason behind me giving him golden dude of the week. He's getting up there in Freak. age too. It's it's unreal that he can still keep that pace. I know. He's almost 31 years old. Yeah. It's crazy. Is that it? I think we covered basically everything. Did we run out of footy? Is that all the footy for this episode? Basically it for the Champions League fixtures. We'll see how Arsenal do so. The next um, phase of this month is going to be the international break. Exciting. No, it's not exciting. Really boring. So, Um, um... We will still be posting. Uh, we're thinking of doing a few specialized episodes in the next couple of weeks because there's no inter- interesting games to talk about. Yeah. And if you have so, any topics you'd like us to speak about, uh, maybe like VAR or t- maybe referees, <laughs> something yeah. controversial, something interesting, something that's uh, relevant, we'd love to hear you out and yeah, incorporate sure. your ideas into the podcast. Yeah, we so. got a couple of interesting segments that we're going to be throwing at you with uh, more news to come, but check them out definitely because uh, they'll be field-tested, new, and awesome, obviously. Yeah, and just shoot a comment down below if if you if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, and we'll be trialing those in the next few weeks, as we said. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So thanks for tuning in to the Football Mezzanine. I'm Ansh. Beside me are... Shrikar and Tristan and just make sure to like us on the video subscribe if you haven't already and remember all of these are available on essentially every platform iTunes Google Play YouTube etc thanks for listening peace out guys and gals